Hello, Couch Co-opers, Couch Potatoes, and Couch Co-opers. This is the Couch Co-op Show, the greatest video game and beer podcast in the world. Beer. I'm Ian. I got Dave, Jared, hey. and Nick on the hey. show tonight. We're a man down. Aaron's been moving, so he couldn't make it tonight. Yeah, hopefully he's all done and getting back on. Getting settled. Right. Yeah, moving sucks. Yeah, yeah. I like moving other people. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Depends on the I move. level of preparedness. Mm. Uh, I just stand around and do nothing. <laughs> it's always good. Yeah. Please do me a favor and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Couch Co-op Shows. All one word. No hyphen. Hmm. Now let's get to the show. I am sorry. We, we, You know what? I had the best of intentions of going weekly since our last podcast. Unfortunately, last week I got COVID and so I was sick and we couldn't do it. So it kind of, <laughs> it kind of faltered my plans to get this show back going. But here we are again. So... Moving forward, we will continue my best to get, you know, yeah, so uh, we we love our listeners. We're trying to get back on it. As 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 uh, as shown by you guys, like, our last episode was incredibly popular. Nice. So, Thank uh, you. Wow. I just, uh, it's, 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 it's nice to be doing, it's like, we should always have been doing this instead of the other thing, because we have a huge following fat base and uh, it's just nice to reward them and uh talk to them and uh we're, we're sorry we diverged for a little bit but we've come back and uh we're going to focus solely on you guys we love you thank you for supporting us for all these fucking years <laughs> it's been a couple yep. minutes it's been a couple minutes it's been mm-hmm. a long ass time we're some old white men we used to be younger white men now we're really yeah old and then maybe we'll be decrepit white men some someday but being white men we're gonna tell you what's yeah, up yeah, yeah all right uh let's get to it dave before we start talking about video games what beer are we drinking this week i was thirsty tonight so i got the 19 ounce version but oh man it's the uh boneyard rpm just a, the classic northwest uh, style like IPA very popular around these parts used to be only available on draft I remember getting many uh, many growlers filled with this stuff and now it's available in cans and has been for a while yes. Boneyard out of Bend, Oregon one of yep. our, I think one of our collectively one of our favorite breweries, right guys? Yep. I, think? I think? Hot yeah, Venom is the, it's, it's yes. big brother, 9% and tastes delicious Alright, well let's let's uh, let's pop it Okay, I'm going. I have two more of these. Lovely hop smell. So this one is like, would we say this is a firm competitor against like Lagunitas IPA? It's like this is like the like this. This is is right in that ballpark. Yeah, it's playing with those of the children. Whereas Lagunitas, whereas Lagunitas is still owned by someone else. Boneyard is still solo. They still. Um, actually... Are they not? Uh-oh. I was... Um... I think the shoots actually just bought them out not too long ago. What? 
You're talking. Uh, this is news to me. Oh yeah, last March, um, March of March fourth, twenty twenty one. Deschutes Brewery acquires Ben's Boneyard Beer. Oh my god! Huh. Oh, I hate this yeah, beer. Yeah, that one is. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> this beer's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I knew something was off. It doesn't taste like it yeah. used to. <laughs> Serious? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like they go through aluminum I mean, from the same plant. Gross. <laughs> that. That news passed me by until somebody actually told me about it. Actually, it was a Columbia employee who was saying, like, oh, yeah, we're going to get Boneyard beer. And Interesting. I hey. just asked is there, why. Was there any like, reason? Oh, is any re- any news or reason why Deschutes is looking to buy beer companies now? Um, I don't know. I was just more floored by the fact that that happened, and I missed it. Like, it was a good, I mean... We're talking a good year and a half ago this transaction happened. Yeah. Interesting. And I didn't hear about it. But I guess it, still... I guess it protects them from other maybe maybe they're trying Well, they're they're still part of the Independent Brewers Association, so it's like just backing my yeah, sounds I mean, it's just financial support. Yeah, maybe it's one band company buying another. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm I mean, saying. It's like to... but Deschutes is like big in the sense that like they're gonna mm-hmm. ward off any mm-hmm. other evil doers. Hopefully, like it's just AB a big old high Bev. five. Yeah, AB and Bev sweeping in and buying ten barrel. Right, right. Yeah. So they're gonna protect Boneyard and keep them independent. But like, mm-hmm. or maybe the owners just wanted to cash out on some of the hard work. You know. Yeah, this stuff. It's one, way, it's one way thing to build to a com- company that's worth some money, but it's another thing to yeah. actually. I can't imagine, that. though, Dave. Honestly, I can't imagine the shoots offered them enough money. They weren't offering that embev money. I got to be honest. Like, if you're like really, I mean, they probably they probably paid enough that they can keep going and like comfortably keep going. But I doubt that. Like, it's like one of those like, oh, we're done here. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. just hand it off. Like. 10 barrel type of you know deals is like oh here here you go imbev later <laughs> you know yeah. just walk away money <laughs> anyway that's interesting oh right, let's talk about this. let's not talk about that let's talk about the beer really quickly let's uh jared kind of give your your initial thoughts what you think of the beer very easy to drink it's uh it's it's good it has good balance to it and um, it's easy on the tongue it's not leaving any nasties in the back of the mouth Anything like that, just a real easy chugging beer, almost. Yeah, it's uh, nice and hoppy. Six point five percent. Nick, what do you think? I've always had bad luck with this beer. Like, uh, oh really? When I had it on draft, yeah, I never actually really cared for it. Uh, I mean, this is probably the best version I've had. Um, I mean, not that it was like terrible or anything. It was just um, maybe it's just one of those situations where the places I went. The draft lines just weren't that well maintained because it just there were some yeah I know odd at, odd aftertastes. Um, I mean, I never actually had this is the first time I've ever actually had it out of a can where because for one I was always after the hot venom right yeah that, I think that, that was that's more my jam I think that's most of us yep. but uh. Um. Yeah, I just I just think those a uh, few experiences where I did have it on draft and just didn't have a great experience. It just kind of 
I just kind of turned my head and either waited for a hot venom to become available or just passed and went on to something else. But I mean, it's not bad. I mean, okay. I kind of like this so far. Cool. Dave. I just like it. It's just hoppy enough. It's refreshing enough. Mm-hmm. It's, I could just drink a lot of this all night. <laughs> really? Right. I, agree. I mean, I'll oh, go ahead. It's kind of the standard bearer to be quite honest though. The only problem with this beer is that hop venom is like it's almost hop venom's like another level of this, and it's I I feel like that's a slightly better beer. Uh, but, I would agree with that. I mean, I I like hop venom more. His it's interesting though. Like I feel like like I like my IPAs a bit sweeter, and I feel like this is a sweeter IPA than like it. It's not crazy hoppy like. You know, some of the standard IPAs are just crazy hoppy. This is like a better, a better balance of the hops and the malt. And then I feel like Hop Venom is like crazy more alcohol, malty. It's like it's like it's just a sweeter yeah. goodness beer, uh, and I, I like that out of it more. And uh, like because it's so much more alcohol, it like it kind of cuts the hops. Um, so this one's like a bit more traditional. I think in the IPA taste field, but as far as like, you know, when you compare it to like kind of your standards, you know, I, I it's a pretty solid IPA. I, I do enjoy it. Uh, I will I mean, drink the comparison, it. The comparison with Lagunitas IPA is actually pretty spot on. Yeah. Like yeah. It's yeah. Very yeah. Similar to it. They're right in the same ballpark kind of going to do the same thing. And I think I'll just buy this knowing that it's just still a craft brewery, whereas Lagunitas has been bought out by a big, you know, a big boy. If you do buy it, I think... Yeah, wink, buy wink. the bottle of beer that you were drinking earlier, by the way. Yeah, wink, but Heineken, Heineken is... But you know what? <laughs> Heineken is owned by Heineken, so it's like that dick. <laughs> you're, you, you, are, you are correct, but at the same time, it's like... I'm not... <laughs> and not to mention, as we just mentioned... Boneyard is now owned by mm. your favorite organ. Yeah, I mean, really? I'm not. A, but you know what? I think that just, I think that just protects them. All right. Well, while we're still drinking this beer, and we like suck it down a little bit. Uh, Jared has played yet, played and beat yet another game released this year. Like he's he's the one guy who's like beaten games that were released in this year. Jared, can you tell us a little bit about your foxy friend Tunic? Yeah, Tunic was. Uh, what games is it? What game is it like? It's and like what? a Legend of Zelda game with with like Souls combat, like difficult combat. So it's hard. Which, which I'm I'm I didn't really want. Uh, so it has accessibility options where I just turned off death. Oh, you can do that. Yeah, oh, that's cool. To- totally recommend playing it that way because there's no way I would have stuck with the game if I had to deal with the battle system because it's very challenging and I couldn't imagine beating those freaking bullet sponge bosses. I mean, it's not bullets, you know, you, you have your sword and whatever, but they took so long to beat even without, you know, having to worry about death. It's just crazy. Maybe I was doing something completely wrong, but I upgraded my character and all that stuff. You know, you can collect certain items and upgrade your stats but you can't just like outright buy upgrades or anything like that or decide, oh, I just want to buy strength or defense. It's uh, items that you get throughout the map and treasure chests and 
so that that made it a little tougher to really customize your battle experience. Uh, so I I just dug through the options like can I turn this to easy mode? It's like <laughs> you can make it really easy, <laughs> yeah, but even nice. then, it's very old school in the way. Uh, it's it's interesting because it has like a integrated instruction manual that you have to find the pages to, and it kind of gives you hints about where items are, but your character doesn't know the language. And he like throughout the game, he scribbles little notes and stuff like that. And some other things get translated as you go through the game a little more. So I found that really interesting is the, the manual, uh, of course it's incomplete most of the game because you're collecting pages throughout it, but it's still kind of fun to look through the instruction manual in the game. It's like, you know, that's what we used to do back in the day. So, I mean, it's, it's retro inspired. Uh, it was made by a dude, I don't remember the dude's name, but that's not important. Are you are you playing it for uh, Game Pass? I believe it's on Game Pass right now. Is that yeah, X- Xbox Game Pass. Uh, so yeah, if, if you're just trying to blitz through a bunch of stuff on Game Pass and that game's put you off because of the battle challenge, uh, just turn off the challenge. <laughs> just it do off. it. Just turn Have it fun. Off. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, but I wasn't having fun when I just had to fight the enemies because I'm just terrible at the battle system or... So it's not as good as like a Legend of Zelda, but it says Legend of Zelda like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd probably give it like a seven and a half. Oh, out of ten. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. Some people were pretty high. Some people were really high on the game, so I was just curious. It it has a great style. Uh, It has a lot of cool stuff going on for it. How about the music? You're a big music guy. Mm, Yeah, I mean it's fine. It, It didn't. It's not off putting. Didn't didn't stand out though. No, not nothing really. You know, stuck with me. I, I'm not humming anything from the the score or anything like that. You know, I, I generally do that if I find a catchy tune or whatever. Um, but beyond Tunic, I've I've also beat other games. Yeah, but that's, to that's just run we, run we through the list. What we don't no, not unless they're brand no. new. Well, toe him. Because then, then everyone else has to this talk. Year, or all, was that last we've year? We've all played games. I mean, Dave is still suffering through Horizon. and Didn't Toem come out this year? Or was that late last year? Oh, did it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm making my way through Horizon. Yeah. Still hacking away. And uh, Chicory, I'm trying to keep, I'm, I'm trying to keep this, this pointed. Like, yeah. point like, hey, Jared okay. played a new game this year. Brand new. Because Tunic yeah, was yeah, kind cool. of a talk of a, for a moment, like a hot moment. A very short moment, yeah. It was and Dave, uh, a couple get, weeks people Dave, talked about your, it. Dave, you'll get your time to talk about Horizon. When you beat it, then I'll have you and Jared just go back and forth about how much you hate the game and how much he loved it. We'll have the Jared versus Dave Horizon well, talk. Well, next time, actually, as well, I, I just got Alex the Kid in Miracle World DX oh, for the PlayStation 5 from the, from the library. I didn't buy uh, it. I think I can get that on Game Pass right but now. But I remember playing yeah. that game like I had a Sega Master System back in the day, and I remember oh, playing, playing that game a lot. So <laughs> I'm kind of interested to play it. I did want to. I did have like a small topic. I want. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, he's talking. I had a small topic. Like I want to like you know because obviously Jared's not going to be. Oh, Jared's guzzling beer. I'm not even done with it yet. Um, but like a small topic. That uh, you know, like 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 the water cooler, but like we're we're around the beer cooler, and uh, like last week we or a couple of weeks ago we talked about something, and like we were talking about renting games, and it's like 
I wanted to bring it up to you guys really quickly. Like, why do you think renting games is not a thing right now? Because, like, you can go to Amazon right now and you can rent a movie for, like, two ninety nine. Why do PSN and Xbox and Nintendo not allow the ability to just, like, rent a game for two days or, or like, 24 hours? Why is that not yeah. something that happens? Why do you think? Why do you think that is something that doesn't happen right now? Because like, oh, I'm gonna rent this game for 24 hours. Also, though, on a side note to that as well is, I don't know if you noticed, but Redbox used to rent games, and they don't mm-hmm. do that anymore. And they saw it. They that's, obviously that's, seen that's, that's a physical copy. I'm talking like digitally. No, know. I mean, yeah. But the same fit by the same token, it's like, yeah, it's but why, why no not, why not, anymore. why not digital rental games right now? I mean, you can well, digitally rent movies. That well, would I mean, be great. Weren't kind of like share. I mean, I mean, we're going back to the '90s, and even I want to say like even a game that I got on the PS3 where you got to like preview the game. I mean, was that kind of not their version of it? Like you know, you like for example, Doom had the shareware version where you got to play the first level. You got to well, pass there, it around. There are trials. No, I... There are demos and there are trials. But I'm saying, like, in a world I mean, di- like that digitally, version yeah. of it though. But or... like, no, no. But like, like, you can go to Amazon right now, and you could rent an HD version of, like, say, Top Gun Maverick for mm-hmm. like. No, I mean, I understand. Four ninety nine or whatever. I mean, it's... Like, why is that not something that PlayStation does? Like, oh, I, I, for the weekend, I just want to rent this yeah, new game. Yeah, I mean, it's the why... same mechanics. I if I want. Top Gun Maverick, and I buy it on Blu-ray. It's going to cost me twenty dollars, or I can rent it for five dollars. Kind of the same with the video game. Maybe I just want to play it's the totally... eight-hour campaign and pay twenty dollars and not buy the disc for sixty. Right? Yeah, no Why is that something yeah. not happening right now? Especially with something like Game Pass, where really, I mean, if you're, I mean, if the value of video games aren't that big a deal, ultimately, why is not playstation saying hey rent a game for the weekend like be like old school get buy a pizza and rent a video game and just like like why is that why is that something that's not happening i wonder if i wonder if some of it do it some of it might be just from the uh broadband speeds i know you've got really good broadband ian but maybe even even for like myself i'm talking like an hour, hour and a half sometimes to download some of these larger updates. Okay, so, so maybe, only, so maybe you, you have know, to maybe pl- that's part of it. Maybe you have to plan ahead. Maybe you have to rent it yeah. Friday night. But as soon as it's well, downloaded, that's when your time starts. Well, it's as the same way. Once it's installed, yeah. like the download time doesn't count as your rental time. Once well, it's, it's the same in, with the in, disc version. You put the disc version in, it takes like an hour to update or whatever but i could see that i could see in the movie world the rental period doesn't start until you hit the play button yeah see that's the other thing exactly jared you're 100 percent right and then you can watch it as many times as you want in the 24 hour period yeah Yeah. why is that That makes sense something why is that not something the video games do it's probably something to do with that though because i mean like you can be streaming a video you only need the first 10 megabytes and then as long as your connection is good enough you can keep streaming it whereas a video game you kind of need at least half of it downloaded before it's playable kind of but don't but don't you guys as a collective like i mean we were from that time period where rental games were a thing don't mm -hmm. some of your fondest memories of video games come from renting games 
Devil May Cry. I remember renting that and beating it in the weekend. That was fun. Even in well, my shoot, hometown, there was NES one games. one kid yep. in town that had just he had like a wealthy family, and he he just started renting his games out down at the pizza joint. You know, oh. so I I had this huge selection of games to pick from at the little counter there. Every time I went there, and uh, I was always staring at what was new there. You know, there's a lot of stuff I never would have played without somebody like that renting their games out. Well, I think that's the other thing about game rentals is it's like sixty dollars is a lot for a game you're not sure about, whereas a you know a couple of dollars or seventy, for a, yeah, for a rental it's like okay, well you know I'm not sure about this game, but I'll rent it, you know, and maybe it's fun, buy it afterwards fun for a so, weekend yeah. or a day or whatever. I guess as even... kids, I guess as as kids, it was one thing where like you were, I guess as us as adults, like. If we're if we're thinking about it, like we're thinking, like I'm gonna buy that new game, I'm gonna try and min max it and beat it before the time is up. Yeah. Well, isn't isn't Sony trying something where with a higher premium plus edition? There's like games are supposed to have a certain period of a demo period, like you know, an hour and a half or some garbage like that. Is that? their method of rental like hey if you like well, it you're, you're gonna buy it with the ps plus premium thing there are trials things yeah they, uh, sony's been trying to push the trials thing forever mm-hmm. they had trials back in the day you could download but i'm saying like you could rent the yeah. game and yeah. earn the trophies like it's not like yeah. trials you can't earn the trophies you can yeah. play as much Actually, of the game but you can't earn the trophies i'm saying like of- you could earn the trophies and then like you know, basically, you, just thinking have full about access it, though, to you, the game yeah. as if you bought it. Yeah. Right. You don't. You don't need to download the whole game because game streaming has come along well enough that you could rent it on the streaming service and basically be playing it in the cloud. And they True, they could like, incentivize the the purchase if you like you rent the game mm-hmm. if you decide to buy it you don't have to pay that you know five dollars yeah, or six dollars you get oh, your sure. rental fee rent off sure, sure, sure. so yeah, there's these like are, hey, these are all options but at the same time yeah, it's like but at the same time it's like hey you rent the game for that week it's like 3.99 you got halfway through it you got half the trophies and you're like oh i want to fucking beat it you can rent it again yeah, or you totally. can buy it. You know, it's like it, it works really well for some games, but not for others. I mean, like if it's a <laughs> yeah, multiplayer game, expose how bad of a game it is. Yeah, true. Then... Yeah, but also there's, there's a some lot of games, games are that... very sticky, and then other games are just a story that you play for. But like you're thinking like monetarily wise. I mean, then you look at Game Pass, and they just put everything on this Game Pass for fourteen ninety mm-hmm. or what fourteen ninety nine a month. So like. The game isn't really worth ultimately to the company that much. Yeah, they if you really could do it just, a la carte, they really, a... they really just want you to use their service. So here, so here's why a doesn't Sony just be like, "Fuck it, hey, come hang out with us. You can rent games now. We're like, so, we're like Blockbuster yeah. again, baby. Let's like so Friday do you night think, pizza. Do you think this is just Sony locking down digital rights, or is it because no?" Uh, Outside third-party companies have tried. I don't know. To I have no idea. A license to these games digitally to rent. I have out. no idea. But like, think about the marketing ideas outside. They could partner with Domino's, and Do- they could be like, "Hey, you know, rent a game with us. Rent like rent like two games with us. Get a free pizza." There's all these other marketing capabilities yeah. outside of the box that they could be thinking about. It's like, hey, let's bring back game night, game night, game weekends. Hey. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, or like Domino's. You buy a large pizza and you get a free download, a free rental. Yeah. With PlayStation. It's just like, there's some shit that like... You got a new business venture, Ian. You start yeah, throwing those emails out. No, but go. I'm just talking about, <laughs> let's let's bring back video game weekends. Like, it's like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like, you remember like back when <clears throat> oh, we were yeah. kids, it's like you go get a... You get go get like Papa Aldo's pizza, and you go rent like two Nintendo games, and it's like it's yeah, like yeah. it's like that used to be your weekend. That would be your weekend. The other the other difference yeah. is you would go, you'd rent the video game, and it wouldn't be out <laughs> of stock, or someone else hasn't rented it before you have. Well, that's <laughs> something you totally wouldn't have to worry about. Yeah, from Sony, you know, you, know? you not you know like you go like looking for like Super Mario Brothers mm. three, but all those yeah. copies are rented. It's like oh fuck, yeah, I and so rent. you end up with some like <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> some, <laughs> Or sometimes you rent a game that's like this is the better, this is the best game I ever played. Yeah. You know, some kind of shit. All right, all right. I just wanted to talk about that because I think it's like weird that no one does it right now. But anyway, yeah. or even letting you loan out your digital copy. You know, you're not playing it; it's just sitting there, and you know, collecting digital dust. Dude, I wish I could gift my digital copies to you guys. Like when I'm not playing them, I wish you guys could play. You know certain games I have that you you know. I, th- I think you can do that on Steam, right? Yeah, you can totally do it on Steam. Yeah, honestly, so that's part of the reason I'm still on disc is because I like mm-hmm. like Jared and I have swapped many games and yeah. we all have actually. I mean, back in the over day, time, sure, yeah. yeah. But it's like it's like it just seems like hey, I don't want to. I want to. I feel like yeah. I should be able to do that. I should be able to have that control over my digital collection as well. Anyway. All right, let's talk about let's wrap up with Boneyard RPM the IPA where what what is final thoughts on this beer? Is it a good IPA, Jared? <laughs> yes, it is a very good IPA. As I stated earlier, it's just really easy to throw back. And, uh, you know, I, I'm done with mine, and it just doesn't stick to the back of my mouth. It's, did you buy a full six-pack, or did you clean, buy a... Yes, I did. So have you, is I this the first one, pack. or did you have you downed them all? I think I have one left. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it uh, from day one. I've had it before. Oh, yeah. You know, I, like, if it's a beer I've never had, I, I like to wait until the show. But since it's a beer I've had and I know I like, yeah. I just, you know, went went through and just made sure to set one in the door so I wouldn't pick it up. Here's a funny here's a funny talk. My first Boneyard experience was with Jason Alexander. or uh, Josh. From Seinfeld? Josh, Josh, sorry. Josh Alexander. Oh. And uh, we went out. Eastern Vancouver to uh, Grapes and Growler because they had a bunch of Boneyard on tap there, and this is like years ago. And uh, we had played, we went and go play golf, and then we went, and then he says like, "The beer here is fine, but just make sure you order, you know, the Boneyard stuff." So we had RPM, I had, uh, you know, anyway. Uh, I just remember getting totally fucked up and then getting into fights with other people because josh <laughs> and i we feed off each other's energy so boneyard is always going to be this kind of like angsty like getting a fight beer for me but uh nick what do you think what is uh the shoots they make a poor choice no i th- <clears throat> i think the shoots made a great choice in buying their neighbors <laughs> keep it bend how do you Not feel about the bad. beer, though? 
as uh, you know, in comparison to like I mean, something like Lagunitas or no, just in comparison to what I've had. But I mean, I just noticed some floaties in mine. I mean, so it's I guess hey. it's not unfiltered. So it's or I mean, it is or it's not completely filtered. <laughs> mm. Not that it affects anything. I don't know. I'm obsessing on it, but um, no, it's good. Um, I like it. I mean, it's definitely uh, having it in this package um, is definitely a bit of a, I'm at a loss of the word, but I mean, it's a lot better than what I've had in the past. Having, having the hop, like you and I have both kind of had this kind of like tired of hoppy beers. Does that affect your... Understanding not so much, of the beer. I, I'm not. Um, I mean, it's. I mean, despite my IPA fatigue that I've been kind of going through lately, um, it's this beer is not necessarily affected by it. I mean, I'm I'm quite enjoying this actually. Cool, Dave. Um, where are you on the beer? I think this is a very pleasant IPA that I could drink a lot of. The only thing I don't like about Boneyard is I'm not particularly a big fan of the can art. Oh, really? The, like, the kind of like 50s, 60s kind of gases, stoner art. This one's actually pretty good, but like and the hot venom's not bad, but then the, they have a couple of others and I just don't really dig it, but other than that, I really like it. You know, in in retrospect to the can art, Dave, it's funny like, I feel like this is like the, like the opposite of like Lagunitas IPA, yes, and I find it like it's like the dark villain opposite of that beer. It's funny, and I actually like really like the can art on this RPM, and I like it on the Hot Venom. But Hot Venom are, are just great, yeah. Yeah, I like this one because it's black and white. Some of the other ones are in. I've got a couple of colors going on, and it just doesn't look as good. I don't think, but you know what? You know what? You know what's interesting? I gotta say, like, because it's been, you know, now that now that Nick has shed the light on the fact that Deschutes picked them up, it makes sense that they have more of a presence, and that they have can art, like the cans are like, and that they do these big cans, yeah, it's like they're all like properly canned, and it's not like stickers, and I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that's totally Deschutes' doing, you know. Yeah, early in the pandemic, when everything closed down, they were still doing kegs, so they had to start canning pretty quickly. And I remember the cans were just like labels stuck on a can and six pack across the top, like those. So when and it then, comes uh... when it comes to like traditional IPAs, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of hit or miss and. Uh, RPM is actually a very solid one for me, even though I prefer generally the sweeter kind of high octane hot venom like that yeah. one. I will always pick up over RPM. Oh, I would, I would agree with you. Um, but like when you, it's funny at that, I guess that's just where I'm at. Like I prefer doubles over singles. Just but because. then I've had Notorious, which is the triple, and then I know Nick's had it as well, and I find yes. that's almost a little too much. It's good. It's just triples like, are hit or miss done. because it's either like just like, yeah, it's just like it's a hit or miss. But uh, I really do like this beer. I'm I would I would always I would like 
you know, I would buy this beer. So, uh, let's just rate it, I guess. Yep. Just, I'm, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Like, I'm, you know, I'm very, like, you know, lately you guys know that I've been very, like, toxic with my IPAs. But I do find this to be a solid IPA. An IPA I would buy. I would drink. And so I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Yep. Same here, yeah. Waiting on the Nick. Nick's going to like level us out. Yeah. That's probably fair. That's three and a half. Yeah. I, think, no, yeah. I mean, I, if, no, I had, no, no. if this was an option, You're good. this You're is good. where You're I'd good. be. But... No, 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 I have a quick question, Nick, though. What IPA would you rather drink than this? Uh, Venom. <laughs> yeah, over see, than, over than no, but Venom. Like, um... like, 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 but like, you got to like do singles. You can't like... Like we, you can't level a double here. versus a single. Uh, yeah. Gosh. Like, I would drink this over Lagunitas. I would pick this over Lagunitas. I would pick this over most mm-hmm. singles. That's why uh, I'm picking Terminal Gravity up. IPA is what I'm Terminal Gravity. Uh, okay. That's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have right. to revisit that one. Terminal Gravity I mean, in a long time. Three, yeah, five. I mean, I've, I've, always, I've always loved Terminal Gravity's single IPA on that. I mean, but the I only reason I ask hands. is that it, I'm not trying to make you adjust <laughs> your thing. It's just like, oh, maybe there's a beer out there I need to try. All right. Well, to get us back to video I mean, games, well, Dave, yeah. what video game are you pairing RPM with? The can art just reminds me of a uh, road rash. Okay. There's nothing. There's nothing like being on the motorbike in Road Rash and then getting the metal bar. The best part is when the when the guy next to you tries to hit you with the metal bar, you can grab it off him, and then you can smack the smack the yeah. uh, other riders off the road. And that actually ties into one of my game mechanic things. For the when was the last time you played Road Rash? Oh, what, for what console? It would be on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, well, it wasn't on the yeah. it wasn't on the Genesis, but it was on the it was on the Mega Drive. But it was on that Raspberry Pi thing I've got. So probably okay. about two years ago. I've I've never played it, uh, but You've I remember re- reading. It. I, I remember reading about it in EGM all the time. Made three of them. They're, How they're, have you yeah. never played that game? Oh, I, I lived in Hepner, bro. <laughs> I've always loved racing games where it's not a straight <laughs> racing game where you've either got weapons or you the sum mm-hmm. of a method by which you can kind of. Ro- yeah, it's a, that's an interesting Eat. game because it's mostly a racing game, and yeah. then it's in the it's the it's not really a it's not really a combat game. It's like no, just stay behind me and die. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm leading just. Yeah, no if you way. get too focused on <laughs> yeah. that, you can't make the corners. But it's like yeah. it's a very old school game mm-hmm. in the graphics and the you know making the corn the bends and all the rest of it. It's like one of the early. It, it's very reminiscent of the early like F one pole position type games. So awesome! All right, do you guys need beers or anything before we move on to the next segment? I'm I need a beer. Ian beer here. You're good. You guys? I, would, I would like oh. a beer. All right, we'll get a beer. We will. Uh... No, I look. That's crazy, Nick. I did not. You know what? That's crazy. Like what? as funny as like as close as we are all to beer drinking. I did not hear about man. the Deschutes thing, man. That's gnarly. That's crazy. No, no, that's it. Blew my mind too when I heard it. It's like what. And sure enough, I mean, I'm talking, I probably heard about this like maybe two months ago. I wonder if they're just going to only buy, I mean, has, has Deschutes bought anyone else? Do you know or not? Um, 
Off the top of my head, I have no idea. Okay. I wonder if they're just trying to say Ben Brewery. <laughs> this would be like, no, stay away maybe. from us. Yeah, like I said, maybe it's just a reaction from, I mean, a very delayed reaction. I, I, I would love to. I, eight years. Or just since. like some article piece on that would be, I, I would just love to know their reasoning for that. That's it. Anyway. All right. We're all back. We're all drinking beers. So we all got maybe Jerry Fish is a motorcycle rider. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So tonight's topic. Oh my god, that's disgusting. <laughs> I thought I'd ruin your night. Some yeah, that's egg. not what we're drinking on the show tonight. <laughs> Thank God. Be over. Dude, Bunkin I out. drank that. So like you know what's funny? My like milkman drinks a beer. So my latest episode's crazy popular. I I have the I drank the Taiwan. Oh. It's called Taiwan beer. Super popular. Pub beer is always good, Dave. Great choice. Mm-hmm. But like I did an, but on episode I did I did the night owl that Jared is drinking right now. No one has watched it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one's like no one cares. It's I always find it funny like. Episodes will have like twenty views, five views, or no views, and it's like the night owl is like mm, we don't care. <laughs> I don't know if that's night owl or that's Elysian because Elysian is. Mm. I'll I'll probably watch it because I know your face is gonna make some funny looks. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you know it is. <laughs> so tonight <laughs> we've moved. So Aaron's not here, but in Aaron, in honor of Aaron, and like just to move the podcast along, we've decided to not do top fives. We've decided to do top threes, and I think this is a good choice. Just makes it faster, and it gets yep. our it gets our ultimate idea. Tonight, our top threes. We're doing a top three of game mechanics. So, top three game mechanics. You experienced in a game a long time ago, and then it's never been in a game since. Like, it's something like, oh. wow, this is super fucking cool. This is awesome. I missed the long time ago mm. bit. Well, it doesn't have to be a long time ago. It just has to be like... I didn't go super far back. It has to be in a game. It's like, this was in a game. It could have been two years ago. I did get a top five, so but then, I've got extras if I need them. But then it's like, how come this is not a mechanic we've never used again in a video game? This is super cool. Why was this never ah. used again? You know, this is kind of my, this was my thought process. I'm sorry. You know, ask questions in the Discord if you're unsure, like Nick did. Nick did a good job of, like, asking questions. I'm, I'm just saying, like... Like, hey, man, I played this awesome game in, like, 2004. It had this really cool thing, and then I, no one ever yep. ripped it off. No one ripped it off. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got one or two from there. So even oh. earlier, actually, if I need to. But All right. I'm still unsure about my list. but Well, you know what? There are no wrong answers. Nope. And uh, we will we will let you know if you fucked up. No, I'm pretty kidding. sure my list is full of wrong answers, but all right. Okay, I'm sorry it was so hard for you guys. It was no, like it when I when I thought up the idea, I was like, oh god, I got three right now. I'm. It was like super easy for me. <laughs> like, oh, so, I no, was like, it, I was like, it's a great. Uh, 
and then I thought about it a little, and it was like, oh, oh. Maybe oh. for someone like me or Jared who plays a shit ton of video games, <laughs> it's not so hard, but... No, it's a great topic. It was just, uh, for me, it well, was for one, just like comprehending it's and just being... Here's uh, the other thing, Nick. Like overthinking it, too. I'm, we have done so many top lists in our like our our yeah, existence as a podcast that like having to come up with something new it's like I gotta like kind of like come up with like some crazy yep. ideas. Anyway, Jared, you get to anyway, be the guinea pig, Jared. Jared, you oh, get to right. go first. What is your number three game mechanic that you would like to my, see? My number three is from an old. Uh, game from 2009 you know that i don't go too far back not too bad but it's shatter it's like the brick breaker game but oh, right, uh, right 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 it had the push and the pull oh yeah, yeah, yeah it was a brick breaker where you could push the ball with gravity or you and could then pull, pull back and modify the trajectory based on the the uh way you push your pull it you know i love brick breaker games those have always been really fun for me and that one i i really enjoyed that aspect and i've only seen it in that, that title, which uh, I, I've recently dug through the Netflix games, and uh, they actually have a remastered version for mobile now that just came out. Of Shatter? So, yeah. Oh, it's, cool. it's not Shattered. It's Shatter. Oh, Shatter. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I think like what the last uh, Brick Breaker game, the Striker Sisters or whatever, that was like the last one you kind of reviewed on the show, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Strikey Girl, Strikey Strike Sister, girls something like or that. Something. Yeah, 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 but that didn't have like a push or pull. No, no, it didn't have push or pull, but uh, it it had its own neat little thing going on. I, I really liked that game. And but see, that seems... the one I was come back to. That's just like uh, but good... it, it's actually funny uh, because I remember sending uh, a direct message to the company that made Shatter, like, "Hey, can we can we ever look forward to like a remaster for modern <laughs> systems or anything like that?" And like. We have no comment at this time. <laughs> and then a few months later, there's a trailer for the Netflix version of the you know, Okay, like, I, have, oh, I, have, I have two comments on this. First of all, Yousef, who does DJing on Sundays and plays game music, he has a vinyl of the original yeah. soundtrack for Shatter, which is super great cool. Great soundtrack. That, has a great, that game has a great soundtrack. Second, that mechanic is awesome and could be better. Like, Could you imagine like mm-hmm. pulling it, and as you pull it, it charges it? Yeah, and then makes it even more powerful. So like it hits more. Like there's, that's like like that's a game mechanic that you could like iterate off of and be. It should even, have a sequel. Yeah, yeah it I could would be, buy the sequel or any game. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So Super shattered. cool idea. Gravity push and gravity awesome. pull. Nick, let's see how well you did on this assignment. What is your number three? <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought up Yusef because uh, again. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna call back to he streamed uh, No Mercy a few oh, weeks ago. Yes, wrestling mechanics. Well, it's not wrestling mechanics. It's uh, we're going back to No Mercy, uh, and their SmackDown Mall. Um, and this is gonna be very weak because uh, <laughs> I, I was I was fifty fifty on this just because it's it's so reminiscent of uh of microtransactions today but just back in the day they had uh, i mean this is before you could do like microtransactions it's all stuff in game but you could almost choose like the stuff that you unlock with the smackdown mall because you earn money uh 
playing certain, uh, I guess, storyline missions. Uh, so you can choose your unlockables, uh, whether it be like hidden characters or move sets or, you know, just kind of various things. I mean, there's a finite amount of stuff that you can unlock, of course, but um, it, it was kind of unique. Uh, there weren't any other. I, I would just say wrestling games but i mean you probably even expanded onto like sports games too that didn't really have kind of that uh that thing where you you know when you you i mean it's basically just to uh i guess uh promote um replayability right to do the so... fully unlocking but i mean this like predates like trophies and stuff like that <laughs> but i mean it's... So was it more of like you actually could make progression versus all the characters now just to all have their move sets? Uh, I mean, well, like all the well, because there was also a very extensive like this is like a '64 game, right? Yeah, N64 came out uh, fall of 2000, um, but it, there's a very extensive create a wrestler. Um, thing in within the game and. Of course, uh, I created my own self in there, and goddamn, was I a badass! Of course, uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, but it, it, hey, it was Nick, just it you're, was very you're still a badass. Moves. But yeah, do you remember what you named him? I want to know if you remember what you named him. What? I want to know if you remember what you named him. Of course, I remember what I named him. Yeah? Biggest dickus. Hey, Nick. Stupid question. Have you no. played that 2K okay. Battleground wrestling game? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, really? I figured you would have. Okay. And, well, I mean, yeah, we're talking a game that's 22 years old. Um, I'm, just, I'm talking about I, a cur- more current like, game. No, I understand, but I, I guess my point was just... I know. I, I just know you like wrestling I haven't games. Really I was just played, curious. Well, I liked wrestling games back in the day. I haven't really played them so much. Right. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Maybe in the past 12, 14 years. 16-ish. We're going to go to Dave now. Dave, what is your number three mechanic? You want me to go modern or... Uh, you, do what, you do what you think you need to do. You, you do Dave. You do, you Dave. do Dave. You do Dave. I, well, I had, a couple, I had a couple, and I think I'll go with this one for number three, because I couldn't really uh, do him, but I really, really liked Ghost of Shishima and the wind and the way, yeah. it, the, way the grass... Blue in directions to like get Great you to mechanic. places mm-hmm. without like bringing up maps and shit like that. You know, you go into your map, right. you select what your objective mm-hmm. is, and then whenever you're lost, you just why is no one ripped that free? off? And it goes like hundred percent. Why is no one ripped was, that off? Why really, is no one ripped that off? Really made a lovely change from the little circle in the top right hand corner yeah. with you in the middle, and mm-hmm. you know, or or the bar and depending on which direction you're facing because i'm playing horizon right now but you know the little turn in the direction till you see the gold arrow it was just so less intrusive Uh, and mm -hmm. just but cool and makes the game look cool and it's like yeah it, it was like wow this makes sense 
not only does it make sense, it doesn't interfere with the gameplay. Like, and I'm not looking at yeah. maps. So it's I, clean. How old yeah. is that game now? Like three, four years old now yeah. at this point? Maybe. But anyway, I thought that was like no, it's great. a fantastic a great, game mechanic yes. that I've not seen in anything else. And I still haven't seen it in any yeah, no. uh, games yeah, I've played recently. But yeah. It's like it's something like that needs to be ripped off. And I don't think a company would take the time to do it. Like yeah, you like I would love it. to see I would love to see it in an Assassin's Creed, but it would never they would never do it because it's just I think that is I think it's, it's so much extra work to do that. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Six, you suddenly press the button and like the trash flows across the street and <laughs> which direction you want to go. Okay, None of this good. little like rectangle, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but I I thought that was a great, great game mechanic, choice. hence yeah, why yeah. it's on my list. Solid. All right. My number three is from a little old game from 2000-something called Vanquish. And the okay. just the intense slide combat. Like, sure, you have in first-person shooters, third-person shooters, a slide mechanic. Just kind of slide. But this game, you just slide. Like you yeah, just combat the, the, slide. And wasn't just, there a rocket that blasted yeah, you just across blast the around like and you just slide, and then it will slow down time. You can shoot things. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's one it's of the cool. cool. A, the game needs a sequel, but it's not getting it. So it was like remastered for PS4. Yeah, well, I played it again because mm-hmm. of that, and this is why it's fresh in my memory. So from Platinum Games, because Platinum Games is one of the greatest, but then. Just the idea of like sliding and like like in games that are kind of these grindhouse action games, why can't you just slide forever? I I love the idea that this mechanic is just like and you just like you just slide around the boss and you just like slow mo taking him out, but you're the slide never ends. It just keeps going, you know. It's just like it's wonderful. I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's a advert, I can't remember what it's for, but it's a soccer player and he scores and then he, <laughs> he jumps down on his knees on his to slide and then he just slides around the whole stadium. Exactly. Yeah, nice. that's, what, that, that's basically what this is. <laughs> and uh I love that I played you know what? I love the game so much I played I've played through this game twice. And uh it's a solid game. It's never gonna get a sequel. So I wish there was a game that would kind of co op it doesn't have to be as long as that mechanic, but like, there's something about just like that slide that's like super rewarding and it slows down time. And anyway, Horizon has a really good slide, man. Yeah, but is it forever? Nah. It seems like it because it's slow. Oh, all, right. <laughs> all right, Jared, what's your number two? <laughs> My number two goes all the way back to 1999. Na- we're taking it um, back to 1999. Yeah, Boop. Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. What is happening in this game? I don't think I ever played this. Well, because your character could switch between the material and spectral realms. And while it's not... Other games have done similar things, but the cool part about that one that I remember is the environment slowly shifted. You know, instead of just, like, doing a quick snap or whatever like that, it actually, like, morphed the terrain into different things where you could traverse areas you couldn't get to in the material realm. You could only interact with objects in the material realm and spectral things. You could walk over like water, you know, there's certain 
things that just didn't matter in the spectral realm. And it was really interesting how they did the puzzles in that uh, type of gameplay because you could switch it back and forth any time. You didn't have to go to like some dumb portal to switch you real quick. You didn't have to have an item as just one of the talents you had in the game. And it was really awesome. It's, I really remember like some of those terrains. They really had a cool animation effect as they switched between material and spectral. It's awesome. So you're saying in the spectral realm, you could just basically... I'm let me explain the mechanic again. I'm sorry. So like in the spectral well, realm, you could just hang out. You could out like in walk there? over water and stuff like that. I mean, you there there were blocks and stuff like that. So you could like, do more you things you in the spectral everywhere. view than you could in the normal view. Well, I mean, they had it designed in a way where you couldn't just walk through the whole game spectral. You know, there was puzzles based around needing to use both. But is spectral view technically like what would become like investigative view like not not really because it actually changed the terrain that you're trying to walk around so you wouldn't use it interesting that way okay okay Okay. yeah i mean you wouldn't necessarily use it to figure out a puzzle yeah yeah you'd have to i i mean it's been a long time i but i remember that the it was really interesting the the main thing was like there yeah there's a lot of games that might have like a different view or something like that but there was just nothing really interesting about it but this game had like cool animation style that's that's what really stuck to me is back in that day ps1 you know you're like morphing the whole environment and seamlessly and it looked really cool when it did the transitions and the differences so you could actually see like oh hey this path goes in a different area Gotcha. Or whatever, you know, it's really, really cool. Okay, cool. That's uh, legacy. That's Kane. a game that needs a sequel. So or Soul a, Reaver, like a legacy remake. Kane. It's well, Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver. Okay. Uh, the first game in that series was Blood Omen, Legacy of Cain. So that's where you're playing as Legacy Kane, of Cain. Is... In in Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver, you're Raziel. In right. Blood Omen, Legacy of Kane, you're playing as Kane. Okay, gotcha. And there, you know, it progressed, and you played as so uh, complicated. Kane a lot, yeah. So oh, I know the 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 titles of all those games are so com- messed up and weird, but uh, cool. All right, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I'm all all about another one of those. Nick number two. So I just have to uh... with arms wide open. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to put this disclaimer out there. Oh, disclaimer. Um, well, <laughs> cool. I'm just not, not well versed in uh, like a whole lot of RPGs, so so yeah, you got to get well versed. You got to start playing more video games. Nick. I know. I probably no. should. Um, <laughs> Personal RPGs, choice. Let's go. But, uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, Zelda Two: Adventure of Link. Okay. Okay. Love that um, game. Right. And it has a lot of uh, a lot of elements to it that um, would I mean it's almost like a quasi RPG in itself. True. Uh, but what's that? I said true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but the only thing is, um, instead of random enemy encounters, you have these three. Like it's usually like they're shadowy figures that just kind of like appear on screen mm-hmm. and they kind of dance around. And of course, if they interact with your 
uh, with Link, then that's when you enter a fight. And I haven't, I mean, I've played a few different Final Fantasy games. Fallout, uh, you know. Fallout doesn't have it. Right, right. Uh, Dragon Warrior. Uh, I mean, I'm. Granted, I'm referencing more. So you're talking about like point, like but... shadowy figures that would attack you, but if you miss well, them, right. you wouldn't you wouldn't encounter them. Like if yeah, you, you dodge would not, them, you would not. Right. Yeah, you don't you don't get into a fight, right. and I haven't seen anything like that since. Um, That's a good point. Just, I mean, That's a good point. It's like why is that not something that exists right now? But like, my that's favorite a, part about I mean, that No, is... but that's something that used to happen all the time back in those old mm-hmm. school days. Maybe because it's annoying. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, like, but like nowadays, but like... Dave, like if you think like, like Jared, like, think something like Elden Ring. If you were going to a boss and you were to avoid the shadow creatures and then you got through, then you wouldn't have to deal with them. I feel like that's I mean, something that, that it's like it. It's a mechanic could, uh, that I should mean, still be exist. I think. I mean, you could, and you can also kind of game it too, because it also right. depends like the uh, the terrain that you're on. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you could also be kind of in a foresty area, but I mean, you could also have like a deserty area too, like not too far away, where you might have a favorable. Uh, you would have more of a favorable condition. If you like led the enemy and like encountered it in this one area versus like the other area. Well, what I really liked about that title and what you're talking about there is it's like a top view kind of like RPG style. You're walking around the environments and then you get hit by the battles. Right. And then all of a sudden it's a 2D like side scrolling action game. And with right. a fun move set, as you progress through the game, you have a lot of cool moves, you know, down, stab, up, stab, you know. That but kind I of feel stuff. like it's something it's, that could be adapted good. for very today. Good. It could be adapted for today, and I think it's something that, like, in RP- current RPGs is something that is, like, it's, well, an, yeah, interesting, I mean, it's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, but, great. I mean, it's just, like, like a lot of the RPGs that I play, it's, like, you just wonder about, like, even the original Fallouts, as Ian mentioned, because yeah. I do Fallout things. Um, it's, you just... Like even the original ones, it's like you point up, you try and travel to a place, and it's you go in the straight line, and then you may happen to have an encounter, and I mean you don't know what's going to happen or not. At least with, uh, excuse me, um, with uh, Venture Link, it's like you at least have a chance to avoid it, or kind of game it a little bit. Like I mentioned before, with like the terrain and like, it, like I want to say it seems like, uh, like if you, if you like were, I, I mean, it all it all also depended on like where you were on the map, mm-hmm. um, like the like what enemy you would encounter or enemies, what terrain, if you will. yeah, it's and and if you could like avoid facing him in this area and kind of move over into this area, it would determine, like, the difficulty level, too, as well. Like, you may have something... Easy like, or something. difficult. Or yeah, anything. just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah depending on like the that. terrain, it could be super stupid mm-hmm. hard or a lot easier, just like one dude. It yeah. is. I, I 100% know what he's talking about, and I 100% like can, like why games haven't... have aban- Why has that been an abandoned mechanic? 
Uh, I mean, there there's games that have done, you know, you can see the enemy, but they're not moving around. It's like, oh, you well, can kind yeah, of walk I mean, around I mean, this enemy, but it's not it's not quite the same. I just feel like in the Souls-like game, yeah. there's like a, like an enemy that's like, that's like a brilliant idea, that something that they're missing. Anyway. See if you could dodge, and if you hit one of the shadowy figures, you see what spawns in its place. And you're fucked. Or yeah. you get through the enemies, because yeah, or... you're always trying to run through. Yeah. And then, yeah. All right, Dave, number two. Oh, number two. Well, I was going to go with uh, a little game from 1997 called yeah. Again. Okay, yeah. And I always loved that game because you could win the race by winning the race by time, by destroying all your opponents, or by killing all the humans on the track. And I just <laughs> loved that there were three different ways to win that, you know, so you could kind of choose your own strategy. I remember watching you play the PS4 remaster. Oh, God, that was terrible. That was yeah. a terrible game. <laughs> it was bad. But yeah, I remember spending many hours like... So Dave is basically saying he wants a race game with multiple ways to win. Yeah. First, yes. damage or kills. I yeah, guess, yeah, that's know. great. Yeah, you can play it how you want. And gotcha. Ian's going to tell me the game that's like modern that does that. No, I don't. No, I don't no, have... No, I, I one. think Carmageddon is the game. I don't think it's ever yeah. been... I can't think of a game. Wow. I would have yeah. thought maybe I'd missed one Need for Speed or something where it's no. like, no, okay. Need for Speed is straight up racing, Dave. That's like legit racing. That's like, it's me and a brother figuring it anyway, out. Anyway, I just always like the fact that sometimes it's like, okay, I'm going to race. And then other times it's like, no, I'm going to crash into everyone and take I'm them out. Make a mess of this And then place, third yeah. times it's like, I don't care if everyone's halfway around the track. There, I will say this. Me. There isn't enough race games where there are multiple. Like, like I even think just having two ways to win is like rare. Yeah, just like knock out everyone else. And I don't even think that, that's rare because, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, just like having a race game where there's other objectives to win, I think is... Oh, what was Wreckfest? Wreckfest kind of tried that, but they made it... But you're really, ultimately, you just have to win the race. Yeah, Wreckfest was like, it was one or the other. Like, when you go into the race, the aim of the race is to keep racing until you kill everyone. You would really have to destroy everybody, because everyone's car could really take a beating. You'd really or have like burn, Burnout Paradise had different modes of racing, but it wasn't modes, in a, you'd a still, specific race. You'd still you had to, to do get, that yeah. specific objective. Like killing humans or killing each other, those weren't yeah, valid ways to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait. No, anyway. no, I think that the having three ways to win the race, that's a cool objective. And like, yeah, I like basically not, choose your own adventure. There's not been a game. Except Carmageddon Remaster. <laughs> I wasn't sure yeah, if there was yeah. a game. That was why no, it was like... To my, I, to my I can't think of no, 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 no. All right. Yeah. So uh, my number two is, again, another Platinum game. Because Platinum... I could have done, like, a top ten of Platinum games because they have yeah. so many crazy mechanics. Man, but, I'm, stuff, I, yeah. uh, but one of my favorite mechanics, so for number two, is from Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. The fucking chopping, killing, like, like, I you understand that chopping, like sword slashing, 
is a you know that's sword slash that's slash yeah, that's, that's in a mechanic most games. yeah but in this game you target let's say you target a watermelon you can chop 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 you can chop it into like hundreds of pieces and then that's what you would do for the enemies you would target chop 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 so like it like it targets and then you chop within your window of time. So like in a boss battle, you have a window of time to chop. So you, you activate it and then it's button mashes it. Oh, like no, you, you, no, you can literally change the angle of chops. So like but like in just open world, if you go to a tree and you target and chop, you can chop a tree down, then chop a section, and then chop another section. And chop, you can chop all these different sections, and then when you let go, it all just falls into millions of pieces. So, like with you, inanimate open world objects, you could do that. But then, but then the mechanic was then added into boss battles or regular battles. Like, so like if you needed to like like just a regular enemy, you chop off his legs. So you like chop <laughs> legs off, chop another, <laughs> chop another, chop his head off, and it's just like this. Like, and then when you let go of the button the body just falls apart. And it's just like, it makes you feel like a fucking crazy-ass ninja. <laughs> but, like, the game was never going to be popular because it's, A, was never a Hideo Kojima fully... I mean, it was a Hideo Kojima game supported, but it was a platinum game, so no one really gave a shit about it. But it's yeah. also this kind of alt-off-kilter cult-followed game. And when you play it, it's just like, it's one of the funnest stupidest mechanics you will ever play I, in a video game, dude. It is so I, I fucking I could see awesome. Hideo sitting back in his chair, like, just laughing his ass off. I'm like, that sounds so fucking cool. Make it. I mean, <laughs> you can just sit like, there, awesome. and you cut an enemy into a million pieces, and then you let it go and it just falls apart. <laughs> it's just like, wow, I need that. I need more of this. And, like... I played the demo is all. It's so it good. was cool. It's such a, it's such a crazy mechanic, and... I wish there was more of it. I wish they would refine it. It's a cool. Anyway, that's well, my yeah. Just two. to just imagine like that in VR, where you yeah, actually right? have control it, just going cha 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 cha, and like slowly <laughs> falls apart in front of your face, and you're just like, that's so cool. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Number one, what is your number one game mechanic that you would love to? You know, you you enjoy. It's, it, it's my most modern game on this list is uh, Tetris Effect, which oh is now God. Tetris Effect Connected. Uh, they actually added once, so once, once you complete levels, uh, you can actually just sit there and chill in theater mode and it'll play through the whole song with all the really cool stuff that happens in the level and it will just keep playing all the levels in a row. And you can just like sit there and chill to all those really cool scenes that the game generated. And, and it's so awesome. The music in the game is so wonderful, so calming, relaxing. And all the stuff that happens around you is amazing. You can even do the theater mode in VR on PlayStation. And it's just so chill and relaxing. It's just like you don't have to play, it will do everything automatic. You can even interact with it if you want, just to advance it a little more, make more, you know, symbol sounds or whatever the button push does on that level. 
So, like, I, I would like to see that kind of stuff. Like, there, there's a lot of games that have great music. And it'd be nice if they had some cool, like, theater just set up in, like, the options menu where you can Dave, listen to the song. have you played this game? No, but... So, basically, when you beat the level, you can basically watch the level back kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's at a pace where, you know, you're not... Tick 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 tick, you know, tapping and yeah, all the you're not actually involved. Strapping so you just down, get concentrating to watch it. on Tetris. It's just you're watching all the stuff in the background. There's no Tetraminos or anything on the screen. It shows like the line clears where it progresses the level a little bit, you know, because the game just has like slow phase shift. After you get like ten lines, boom, it'll progress the level. Nick, boom, have you played Tetris Effect? Again. Nick, have you played Tetris Effect? Mm-hmm. Have you played Tetris, yeah, Tetris Effect? No. It is the greatest Tetris How game is ever. None of, nobody, absolutely, Jared, only Jared has played this game. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, am I? Does anybody else here like Tetris? Not really. I love, I love Tetris. I just never played that one. Dude, yeah. yeah, Tetris Effect is the greatest Tetris ever made. It's so good, and uh, the music in it is fantastic. And as as I'm saying, I know it's all in theater mode. Yeah, especially if you're playing it in VR, Dave. Dave, oh, you, you no. have to get. No, no, seriously, it's awesome. It's really good. I've already, I mean, you're, you're I've focusing already directly on your Tetris thing. After playing it too long on the Game Boy, so I don't need yeah. it really. Uh, uh, well, so, so yeah, um, so that's all the description of what uh, I wanted to put as a mechanic, but the multiplayer mode is amazing as well. It's so good. The connected part, because... After you all chime in together, you, like that's two mechanics. People, you're, you're mentioning two I know, mechanics. I know, I know, but that, yep. it's, dude, dude, the the game. So is it like is it like it. is it like the classic Game Boy mechanic where you like send over bars? Is it like that kind of competitive? Well, you gameplay? you have boss fights oh, and boss three. Fights. I think it's three or four people can join. Boss and fights. When when it does the connected mode, you all work on the same plane. And you can freaking destroy the boss, and it feels so good when everything just hits, and you see all the shit pile up on the boss. It's so awesome. I want to play that game with you guys so bad. You can actually do a split screen. It's the fucking greatest Tetris ever. It's all about the Tetris, Tetraminos. You got him excited, yeah. Yeah, I love the game. He's got a hard on right now. I've been super hyped about that game for a long time. (laughs) I mean, when it's not on sale, it's 40 bucks. So it's it's worth every cent. I bought it it brand new on launch. So good. Nick, what is your number one? game mechanic that you think is super cool well actually i feel like the pause button that's great okay no No, maybe i ranked this incorrectly because maybe my number two should have been number one but what uh, is your number one i'm just gonna go with uh i mean i i used it as an example on uh, discord uh super mario brothers 2 the the u.s version um i'm gonna pick a specific part of it though uh where you can actually stand on the enemies and not take yes harm yes oh my um, God. About that. and and not to mention you can and you actually can use that to your advantage to actually complete a level yeah. um i don't think there's any games that actually i mean there's probably some games where you can accidentally land on an enemy, but I mean it's only temporary. Like, like even just 
like I'll go to my favorite game, Fallout, where I could probably land on an enemy's head and not take harm, but that's very temporary before he's going to move around and I fall down and we're just going to end up in some sort of epic gunfight. Actually, but, standing I mean, on their head is probably not going to happen. It's going to yeah. clip, clip through or you'll fall off right away or something. Not, right, okay. You, but, you'll okay, you'll fall out real uh, quick. Would would okay? So in this in this in this in this like hypothetical, if you were just like if there was a button where you like grabbed them and held on to them, would that be good enough? Like you were holding on to them and then punching them. Oh yes, I guess that would be great if I could just like pick them up and hold them over my head and they'd be upside down. No, 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 you couldn't hold. You couldn't do that. Like I'm I'm talking about like bosses where you're just hanging off of them. That could happen. I mean, there's games where you can hang on to the boss and beat the shit out of him, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, eventually you're gonna yeah. get thrown off. Like, yeah, it's um... okay. So you okay? So like the mechanic of just hanging on, sitting on a boss. Well, it's more the, or an enemy. Well, it's more the mechanic of it's more the mechanic of not being like being able to stand on them and not be harmed as harmed, opposed to right. having to fight. Where them. you? Well, no, it's just. Like right. in real, you uh, just, you would yeah. jump on them and be like, "Oh, I'm I'm okay right now." Okay, yeah, I'm great. I'm okay. It's and not to mention, there's a lot of. Different... I don't think there's ever been a game to use that since. I I mean, I know there's yeah. games where you jump on enemies and you hold. Yeah, that's a pretty common. But like, yeah, just like. But this hang... one, you you could literally just like hang out and like it'll drive or coast yeah. through the level, right? And, yeah, I you mean, know, you're jump you're on done. A bird and. Yeah, I mean, keep I going. mean, you could hurt them if you want to. I mean, you can. Like, you know what's crazy too? There's so many and... games. There's so many games like Mario Brothers too. There's so many indie games that could still use that mechanic, even if you're not talking about like a edgy AAA game, 3D mechanic. There's so many like 2D indie games that could. Yeah, that use... kind of game is pretty popular. Popular right now. Like, why is that not a mechanic that we use right now? Or could use, be or some, why couldn't there be a game yeah. all around, just around that mechanic? Hundred percent, Nick. Hundred percent. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well done. All right, Dave. Mm. What's your number one? I don't want to steal your thunder, Ian, but I have a feeling I might be stealing. You're your not thunder. stealing my thunder because you you're a hundred percent not going to get what I'm. What my number one is. I was going to say Death Stranding. No, nope, not mine. With the social uh, oh, like great. networks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, totally. you, you're wandering around yeah. and someone's built a bridge for mm-hmm. you. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, there's a bridge here. And you leave a like and then you build something. And, that like, you go That's back cool. the next day and there's, like, five likes because you built but this it, But even and... not leaving a like, you can mash on the button as long as you can in a small window and give them as many likes as you can click. Yeah. And it's I, funny. I it's mean, not I... even that. It's like it's like <laughs> I'm suffering through a level and then some dude just happened Just made build. it a little easier. He just yeah. left a little ladder across yeah. the stream and I'm like... Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, they built a bridge that... across the <laughs> Bless, bless your fucking yeah. heart, dude. Bless uh, your heart. Or, <laughs> oh, yeah. Or some that, that nice great. guy left a rope so you can climb up the yeah. rock wall. Uh-huh. It's just like... It didn't have oh, to be... Awesome. It's just like or yeah. Ian, Ian always yeah. left zip lines everywhere. So I, I can't, use the zip lines. I can't say I've played a game that was like so like 
like the social part was not real time, but it was so rewarding, if right, you know what 100%. I mean. It was but like I was kind of curious about that. It's like how did how did the game decide like yeah. who's like yeah. it's a server. So whoever who server just, you're on, okay. whoever leaves that stuff, that's just okay. so like your game, yeah. my game might not have what your game has. It's just like whatever server yeah. you're on, and then there's a there's like some kind of time decay. Yeah, so like so yeah, that the that stuff only lasts a certain and... time. It's it's so it's so it's a hundred percent random. But it's so, so it's like, cool. It's it could, like it could be there when I play one week, but let's it, say I take it a won't, break it and might not come be. back like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Some areas will have a ton of really cool like four wheelers and and it takes what and stuff could like be that. a really That's... lonely, lonely kind of single player experience and kind of makes this world just feel bigger like there but are also people wandering feel, around it also yeah. makes it feel more lonely it's like oh yeah. you were here you never once, friend yeah <laughs> but you you yeah. could actually like call out and if somebody was near and responded you'd get like something right sometimes i think yeah yeah, you, you, yeah. it's very rare like somebody would respond or if somebody but was I just, near I just thought that was a fantastic game mechanic. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure, like, I'm that sure game we'll see that whatever so Kojima's next game is. I'm pretty sure we'll see a further iteration of that mechanic. Because like he's always yeah, been good. So good. He's always been good at iterating on things, and he's all about connection right now. I think that 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 is like the ultimate connection. It's like, hey. I don't yep. know you, but we connected, and I think yeah, no, that's a great mechanic. And anyway, I, 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 yeah, that was that was on my list. I've got two bonus ones for later because oh, I, I, I made five just in case you guys chose Death gotcha. Stranding or. Well, I just, I just um, want to say this. I, I think uh, Kojima is an inspired choice, great choice, Dave. I, you know what? I didn't even think about it. I honestly didn't even think about it, but it's an inspired choice. I think what's cool about that is like. It almost feels the future, like a well, the future of video game alternate universe. Yeah, right. But the future yeah. of video game could yeah. be that he's yeah, seen something. He's <laughs> seen something out there that could be a future in video gaming, and we were like, "Oh, is this even a possibility?" Yeah, and it's not even like real time connection. It's like, and there's something about that Death Stranding world that really works as well with that because. But as as long as he is alive, as long as he is alive and making video games, he's going to iterate on that. Yep, like, I hope he does because that was awesome. Because that that's who he is. He's like always. Mm. A, he's like Metal Gear Solid happened, and he iterated, <laughs> iterated, iterated. And I think like Death Stranding is something that like hit. Yep. I mean, I my Twitter handle is full of the, these. I don't know how, but it's full of these Death Stranding people, and I have so much Death Stranding, which is weird. I have so much Death Stranding content <laughs> on my Twitter feed. It is bizarre. And uh, no, I I that's such a great great choice, Dave. Such a great number. That's better than my number one, really. But my number what one is your number one. I thought that might be your number one. That's why I made I had <laughs> two extra just in case. My number one's stupid, but I really like it. So here's we uh, Dave mentioned last oh, yeah. week about stuntman, and then we were talking about driver, and then it made me think. That's what's kind of what spawned on this top three. But uh, so this is Driver San Francisco. And uh, it's a regular driving game, racing, doing something. But there's one mode mechanic in it 
that I think is awesome. And so you race, you, you, you have two cars you race. So like it's a group of like six cars and you have you and a teammate in two different cars and you try to race, get one and two position. So during the race, you can switch between them. I played a demo of that one. And that you, cool. And mm-hmm. you can keep switching between the two cars. And you can kind of like, with the second car, you can ward off the third and fourth car to keep number one at number one. And just, it's like, it's a racing mechanic I've never seen since. And it's just super cool. It was really well implemented. I really enjoyed it. I thought I was gonna hate it. Like when the, like the idea came up in the game, like oh my god, we're gonna do, I'm gonna do what? It's like I did not want to deal with it. And then when it was happening, it just worked so fl- fluidly that I was just like yeah. really really surprised about the mechanic. And it's like I've never got it since. This is a PS3 game. Honestly, there, there's one title I thought you were gonna select, or at least Dave. Oh, uh, what, what, what? Okay, I, I, I don't okay. remember. So the... That's my number. That's my number one. Yeah. Okay. Honorable so, mentions. So, so honorable so, mentions, but first, Jared, what game did you think I, we were gonna mention? I, I don't remember the name of the game, but you guys know it. Uh, the one where one of you drives and the other has the light oh. gun. And shoots. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Starsky on the PlayStation yeah. Two. That is actually a really great game mechanic. Starsky and Hodge, baby. I didn't this actually is, think about that, but that's this great. This is a great mechanic. Like, literally one can be driving with a driving wheel, and the other one can have a light gun. Yeah. Dude, you're Dude, right. This good, is Good choice, Jared. Good choice, Jared. This is like... Yeah. Uh, We've only, here's the thing, no, because none of, I don't think any of us have ever, I've never beat this game, the only (laughs) time it's ever been played is in situations where we're together and have done it. And we had a lot of fun. But it's super fun, man. Yeah, that is a cool mechanic. It's like, oh, we should try and beat this game though someday. Anyway, Anyway. I I had one that was not necessarily a great, well, it's a great mechanic, but I was thinking of the Spider-Man game and the web slinging and going around the city and just how great and easy that felt. But that didn't necessarily feel like a mechanic. It was just like really well done. Um, but the other one I had was Titanfall 2 with the time travel level. Yeah, That was fantastic where you're going through the like destroyed totally. city and then you hit your watch and it goes back and it's developed and mm-hmm. you do the next bit and so forth, so on and so forth. I would I say... Well, that was really a it's cool really good. idea. Uh, I, Dishonored 2 did, did, did do a similar level like that. Oh, not, did they? Not as cool as Titanfall's level, but they did do... It, that has been done again. But, I, I mean, those games are about the same time period, so, like, it hasn't yeah. been done more recently. And I think Titanfall 2 did it way better. But, like, Dishonored 2 did do a version of that. Yeah. But Those uh, were my two reserve picks, just in case you got Death Because I was kind of half expecting you to get Death Stranding. Or someone dude, that say Titanfall Death 2 level, just where the whole level's moving. Yes. Is so funny. Titanfall 2 is just a solid game, anyway. Dude, mm. yeah. hey. Really good. Play it, Nick. Nick, if you've never played it on Amazon, you can get it for like two ninety nine right now. On disc. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyone else have some honorable mentions? I only picked three. I was like pretty 
I was pretty good with my three. I mean, I, I hadn't completely fleshed it out, but it was, um, I wanted to, exp I was playing Pandemic 2 earlier, um, but I wasn't sure if, because there was a game that w that came out after it that was inspired by it and a movie. Um, I don't I don't know if you guys are even familiar with Pandemic Two. It was actually a, nope. a Flash no. game huh. that came out in two thousand eight. Um, but it's I mean the the goal is to you're basically a you either become a virus bacteria or a, a third option that I can't remember off the top of my head. But your goal is to try and infect the entire world and kill off the entire planet. Um, but there's certain, like, you don't get to choose where you, where you start from. It's you, you name your virus and then you may start in Australia. You may start in the United States. Um, but one of the things and it actually created a meme back in 2008, where if you get recognized right away, it's like, madagascar like immediately shuts everything down so i mean they're like one of the hardest countries to infect hmm. but it i i i didn't i hadn't quite thought it through to uh to really find like one mechanic that was uh unique to it that gotcha. i couldn't find in the other game that was inspired by it that came out in 2012 which i'm now forgetting the name of it but it was kind of, it was a bit of a mobile game that um that i think had a little bit of popularity to it i had thought uh, about plague plague that's what it was oh, plague. Called, that, the, uh, and I, i'm i'm not familiar with it but maybe you or more I've never played play. familiar with it. I, I haven't either, but I mean it's it's kind of a very similar idea where you try to infect the entire planet with a disease. And of course both these games uh around twenty twenty, uh they both uh kind of found a resurgent for some reason. I d I don't know I don't know why, but um just the public decided to start playing both those games. I had thought reason. I had thought, Dave, that the uh, the squirt gun mechanic in uh, Peace Beat Splash was pretty fun. That, yeah, that's a good that's a good mention because actually, the water yeah. also controls your water jetpack. So, yep. like, anyway. <laughs> but like that whole mechanic, but, like is the fun. whole idea of water, like it's not guns, it's. I don't know. Hopefully, get a peach. Hopefully, get a peach. Be splash too. Uh, you know. Anyway. <laughs> um. So, Jared's away. Uh, so the kids will play. So I was gonna. Yeah. I asked Aaron what next week's beer is. He. I texted him. He did not get back to me. So the next week's beer is up in the air right now. Coors Light. Coors Light. Well, if you if you can get that Oktoberfest to Nick, then. Uh, I think everyone has Oktoberfest. I don't have it. Nick Jared has it. The, the Warsteiner. Actually, yeah, if Jared can get it to you guys then. Oh. But I don't have it. But yeah. But uh it's Aaron's technically it's Aaron's choice next week, so I was gonna see if he hopefully 
Hopefully he picks something. If he doesn't, then... So, we don't know what next week's beer is, ladies and gentlemen. We apologize. Hopefully Aaron will get back to me at some point. But uh... but just grab a cold one. You'll be fine. It's a mystery. Tune in to find yeah, out. Next week is a mystery beer, and we'll we'll let you know. Well, um, you can read the description and wait until you have the uh, beer. So I think you'll be okay. Uh, couch co-optionals. Jared, do you have any optional things you would like to tell us to watch, listen, eat, drink, taste, fuck, read? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, my I've been watching a show with my daughter recently. Uh, I can't remember the full name of it. It's on Netflix. It's like an anime uh, called Kipo. It's really interesting. So, um, Kipo on Netflix. Interesting. Yeah, Kipo. All right, Nick. Do you have anything super exciting? Well, it's also on Netflix, but Cobra Kai season five is out. Oh, what a low low hanging fruit! <laughs> yes, low hanging fruit. God, I love it. Cool. All right. There you go. Nine pound porter. All right. Uh, Dave, what do you have? Do you have anything cool? Alien Earth War. Dark Horse oh Comics. Comics? Dave's nice. Yeah. What, what, what yeah. weird okay. backwards world weird. is this that Nick is, love it. That this Dave is... is recommending comics? This is great. I, I've been cleaning out my office and I found this one. It's, it's a really good one. It's from the early 90s. Um, some of the artworks, the artwork's really cool, but it's, uh, I think it's from 1990, actually, but it's basically a story they brought a queen to Earth and the milking the royal jelly to uh, do the others. I love milking the royal jelly. And then if you also mm. want another classic, again, from about 1989, 1990, is The Terminator. What is it? Okay, <laughs> man, his comic books. Dark have. Horse all the way. <laughs> yep, Dark Horse all the way, man. Yeah, they, they had all those licenses. Like, like we, we used to read those in, the England, in, in England when I was like a teenager. Well, probably not even a teenager, but I remember reading those when I was really little and just enjoying them. And I, I think when Ian and I went to a comic book fair like years ago, I bought them and... I read them and then I the put them on the shelf. The only comic you've ever bought at a comic shop was that Star Trek. Oh, you mean this one? Yes. Star Trek. That's the generation. only comic <laughs> book you've ever purchased in my presence. I bought these in your presence. <laughs> I don't think so. Are you sure? I don't think yeah. I did. Yeah, because it was the same time we, we went to the, oh, it was the Memorial Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a big comic book collection, but those are, those are them. Cool. All right, my number. What am I? My number one. What am I? Oh, I know what I'm doing. Uh, hey guys, download the Amazon Prime app and watch the Grand Tour. The oh, Scandi flick. Watch the really Scandi watch flick, it. dude. It's the best. Like it's it's like it's it's top it's uh it's top gear. It's top at its, top gear. <laughs> it's, uh, it's back at their prime. And holy shit, James May, uh, just a little spoiler, James May, full send, twice. Nice. James May yeah, is I a hero. A bit, James that? May is a hero on this episode. But it's super cool, super fun. Uh, it's classic Top Gear, uh, just driving cars and doing stupid shit. And uh, the Scandi flick on the Grand Tour, uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, so that's my uh, couch co-optional. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. All right. 
go to the order. Any guys, any, anyone want to say anything before we get out of here? Like just be responsibly. Hey, I just, uh, first of all, I just want to say, uh, um, we've been doing this podcast for a super long time. Jared and I, super long. Dave, next in line. Aaron, if he was here. And then Nick's new to it, but Nick is now part of the crew of the Couch Co-op. Sorry to say so. We've been doing this podcast and uh, for a very long time, and we really appreciate everyone who's stuck to it. Like, uh, like I yeah, said, thank early, you for still listening to us. Early on, like we're still getting... This is kind of why I wanted to merge the beer thing because we were not getting. First of all, we weren't really pushing it, and then no one was really listening to it except Nick. And so having the beer thing, yeah, here, and then I become part of the show. Yeah, right. You're you're part of the show, and then we were kind of, and it's just like it's just like it's nice to you know, in a day get like a hundred downloads. You know. Yep. Because I'm a social media black hole. I don't exist yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like this is the show, this is the one that we need to, like, you know, just refocus on this. And I'm glad the guys are into it and worthy to do it. And I know... It, it'd be kind of cool to get some feedback. If you, if we even need the beer part, if there's anybody that likes the beer part, or if, if there's... Or if, uh, you, or if you want to just drink necessary. I mean, yeah. Just, I'm a big uh, fan of the beer part. Yeah, <laughs> we, we love the beer part. We do. We do. I think everyone likes the video game part more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine anybody under the age of 35 listens to this show anyways. <laughs> I just want to keep... I want to keep this... Uh, podcast you know fluid and changing so like we can change the beer stuff but i want to make sure we talk about beer video games random shit anyway it's been really cool it's cool Uh, we're refocusing on the the brand and we're going to try and bring it back at you full force because we love you guys and it's also you know even if it's just even if we're just drinking beers uh more people are going to listen to it so um, so yeah. Anyway, let's get out of here. I want to thank you all for listening and remind you to leave feedback on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Couch Club Shows. All one word. No hyphen. No hyphen. Mm, no hyphen indeed. Mm-hmm. Remember to please subscribe and share. Maybe leave us an iTunes review. Man, we haven't gotten an iTunes review in forever. So if you could do that, that'd be great. But hey, instead of an iTunes review, go to anchor.fm slash the couch co-op show. Right there on the page, there's a message button. Hit the message button. Leave us a voicemail. That's that's the voicemail button. You can do it from your phone or a computer. You can record a crazy Hey Tony Death. Tony fucking death. Grab your phone. Grab your fucking phone. Go to the web browser. Go to anchor.fm slash couch co-op show. Hit the message button and record us a fucking nasty, just gross, just just despicable message that I will play on Please the show. Please me insensitive. Just yeah, I will censor it, but I won't I won't censor it actually. Unless it's like truly awful. Uh <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Fill it with you, memes. Yeah. I will, you know what, what, I don't know what mess, we seriously have to have Tony on the show, we seriously have to like finally do that, 
Yep. Uh, can we do an episode like an early Sunday, like like a Sunday at like noon one? Could we prob- possibly yeah. do that one probably. of these days? Probably. Couple of weeks when I'm in Alaska. Yeah, after you're out of after you're back from when you're back from Alaska, Nick. Mm, we can do one when I'm there too. No, no, I don't want to deal with that. That's uh, too much. Okay. We're gonna to want to talk about Alaska and not talk about Tony Death. But I just feel like we at some point we really need to have Tony Death on this fucking show. <laughs> we need to have Tony Death on this show before he dies, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all, all that vigor. I'm, I don't think he's planning on it, but you never know. Anyway, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That would be awesome. I want to thank uh, Jared, Nick, and Dave for joining me here on the couch. Always. For Couch Always. Co-op, I'm Ian. Reminding you to please be excellent. Beer excellent with each other. Beer excellent. E- <laughs> excellent. E? Beer excellent with each other. Huh? Mm. Oh. Hold my cock? No. That's rough enough. Hold my beer. Couch co-op. Ian, you can be a cock in guacamole, too.